Thank you for tuning in to Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast, a show that's real, raw, and rough. We talk about life, sports, kids, money, relationships, you name it, we got it. So come on in, grab a seat on the couch, and let's get this show started. Ladies and gentlemen, you are back for another week of Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast, episode 22. It's your boy Cash, and to the right of me, I got my boy. Mr. Prez, how we doing, people? Yo, man, uh, this week's been super, super, super busy for me, man. Uh, you know, got my first little video gig, uh, you know, kids are fully back in school, everything's going on, so, man, it, it's been rough around these parts trying to... You know, navigate everything. Yeah, another little gig. Is X is P brand? Is P branching out, man? Oh, okay, okay. Branching out. Just remember where you started at. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. You got obligations for sure, man. But uh, (laughs) but yeah, man, just trying to figure this thing out, this podcast game or whatever. But yo, it's it's been busy, but uh, dope learning, learning all these uh, these new things that I've uh, become passionate about, man. What about you? Oh man, it's been good. Slow week this week. I actually been part of like an event, so I've been kind of out of work and in a, doing handling that business on other things. I was actually on the radio yesterday. Uh, went kind of okay. But you do like you kind of do radio now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, but it kind of ain't the same thing. Uh, it was kind of a situation I wasn't ready for. Dude came in. Uh, just started right away going at me, and I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So what basically what you're saying is that that he wasn't no exec P. No, nah, he wasn't exec P. <laughs> he had nothing laid out. He didn't say, like, how we was going to go. It was just like the minute we got up in the, the, the booth, he was just like, oh, so here go my question. I was like, whoa, like, you ain't, we going to do no sound check, nothing here? Nope. Nothing. Just went straight. Just right went on. straight in. Yep. Hey, he a veteran, man. He, he ain't got time. <laughs> you should have came prepared. That's hey, how you feel about it. Hey, I, I took me a little bit, caught my bearing, though. Went on ahead with it. For sure, man. For sure, man. Uh, so man. Oh, we still missing somebody. Yeah, man. Uh Adrico. Adrico, man. We miss you, brother. We miss you. They won this week. I know. I know. And he's still nowhere to be found, man. <laughs> he t- I guess he's taking the win in stride. You know what I'm saying? So that's dope. Uh but yeah, man. Uh shoot, what, what we got lined up for today? Uh I don't know what we got. What you man. what you what you showing? I got uh the week one uh wrap up. NFL uh, and some, you know, key things that happened during the week as far as injuries and whatnot. Uh, we got our week three pick them and our key games we're going to touch on. Uh, but first, we probably we're going to start with uh, the revolt summit and some of the uh, things that were discussed where they basically were talking about voting and a whole host of other things. So we have some clips and some things to discuss on that part. Uh, we also, of course, got some music uh, it was a slow music week. So. Definitely uh, got a chance to listen and catch up on a few things we've been meaning to catch up on. And then, of course, we have our relationship segment. Oh, no, no, I, I got I forgot. We got our uh, our couch uh, potato segment as well, where we discuss a few movies and TV shows that we caught along the weekend. Just some shows that, you know, we were passed along that we're definitely going to check out in the future. And we think you should check out. And then last but not least, uh, you know, our relationship slash life segment. But yeah, with that said, man, you got anything else, Frankie? Nah, nah, let's get into it. All right, let's start the show. (music) 
All I saw on my timeline this week was just uh, this past weekend was really this revolt summit or whatever. And I've been meaning to check it out. I saw all of the clips and stuff like that. But for me, I had to like just take a, um, you know, I had to look at it myself because when you get those clips sometimes of things that's pressing issues in our communities and stuff like that, and they put different people on the panel, uh, you get the highlights and the lowlights to make certain people you know, be painted in a certain area. So dope, dope panel, man. Um, it was again centered around Revolt. Diddy, you know, if y'all don't know that, that's one of his uh channels uh that he has and he's definitely, you know, providing some good content so, for us all to listen to. So I'm social media light. So you know, I ain't on all these things. I ain't got nothing popping up on my feed. Explain this to me a little bit. Tell me, tell me what you're talking about over here. All right, so, I mean, basically what they were talking about is the black agenda. What should our agenda be or what should your agenda be? So it was different people up there. It was Killer Mike, T.I., Candace Owens. Uh, I forget the other two uh, folks. It was other two folks on the panel. I forget their names, but we're going to drop the link uh, in the podcast notes for you guys so you guys can uh, listen to it in full. It's about an hour and 20 minutes or so, but if you're not hip to all the things that are going on and i know i'm not as much as i should be so i'm self-admitting this is definitely a spot to go to to at least get some information and relay it back uh to people who you care about as far as getting them out to vote and getting them to care about certain things that they care about in their community so that's what it's all about for me and why you know i tuned into it and felt like hey yo we we got to discuss this on the podcast because if we don't then I don't think we're, I think we're doing a disservice. Uh, we're not teaching. I mean, we're not here to talk crap every week. You know, some, sometimes it's just to shoot the shit. But this one, uh, you know, really good. Different opinions. They have Republicans, Democrats, independents, all up on one stage, all black folk, just giving their opinion. And even if you're not black, check it out. You might want to hear what the black agenda is or how voting, um, you know, in urban communities is not necessarily where it should be. And there's a whole host of other things that they discuss and we'll play some clips shortly as well. So that's really what it's about, Frank. Oh, okay. Okay. So uh, talking about voting and what's coming up in our next year, right? Yeah. Uh, was it good on everybody able to get their opinions across? Uh, was it diverse enough on that level where people was actually bringing up different points and what we should be hitting on? Yeah, I mean, it, it could have... There was things that could have been uh, I was I would say, yeah, everybody did overall, but there was a lot of cutting off. But that's to be expected, man. That happens that's a in debate. regular conversation when people get passionate about it. So I wasn't so ate up on it. If people did cut each other off, it was like a quick cut off. All right. And then they got right back on track. Uh, a lot of the times they would be asked a question. They would probably touch on the question, but then totally go to whatever they wanted to talk about. Uh, so that kind of, I found it hard to follow and, you know, that wasn't the question that was asked, but you gave the answer you gave. And if it was value added, I took it at, you know, face value. Okay. Okay. Well, what was, can we hear some of the clips? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hold on. I'm a, I'm a roll this one up. So people, I caught a lot of slack because I, I said, this is the Democrat plantation, but I meant what I said. If you look historically at what the plantations were when we were slaves, there were three things that were necessary for them to run. The first was our ignorance. Black Americans were not allowed to learn how to read unless we would have our limbs chopped off. 
and that was because an educated mind cannot be enslaved. So the fact that our education, that our schools are in this condition in the inner cities and all throughout America and not a single candidate is talking about it is problematic to me. I think that that's a huge negotiating tool for me. We need to be talking about the inner city schools. Another component, and this is the biggest issue that I think is facing black America today, which was important to uh, maintaining the plantations was the breakdown of family. The biggest issue facing black America is father absence. We have children that are growing up without their fathers in the home, and that is being incentivized by the government right now via the welfare system. When the government says we'll give you more money if you don't marry the father of your children, you are incentivizing bad behavior in our community. What happens when you remove a father from the home? This is why I do not mess with feminism at all. I'm not with it. This breakdown and mocking masculinity, making it seem like there's something wrong to be a man, all of this contributes to the breakdown of family. When you right, remove... Hey, hey. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, that was uh, Candace Owens. Uh, if you have been under a rock or haven't heard about her, uh, she is a Republican. Uh, she does have several... Uh, you know, different avenues, CNN, MSNBC, uh, you name it. Uh, she's super in support of Trump. She's a black female. Um, and that's kind of really was her view. I didn't have much um, much knowledge on Candace Owens. Like, I've heard about her and haven't really followed her political views and, and her support of Trump. That's neither here nor there for me. Um, but what do you think of, you know, what she had to say, Frank? I mean, she she make a good point, but like her problem is she always make a good point, and then from everything I've heard before, like she'll make that good point, and then right behind come back and stumble up with something that you just like too left field for you to agree with. So it's just like hard to follow her. It has been for me to follow her and her point of views on everything, because like she, like I said, she'll make good good points here and there, but then whatever she follows it up with is usually where it makes me lose the whole sight of her first message, which is pretty good, which it's yeah. not what you want to do in a, a debate. <laughs> right, right. So I think if you find nine out of ten people, whether white, black, Indian, whatever they may be, I think they're going to agree with what she just said. And um, I kind of, that's what I went into the panel with, was just an open mind and I'm I'm not a Democrat, Republican, and I'm just for, I'm interested in all candidates and what they have to offer for me and mine and my interests. That's what I am. You know what I mean? And you can label it whatever you want to label it, you know, for whoever's listening. Uh, but I thought, uh, you know, in this case and in our society, of course, you know, most people identify with the independent Democrat and Republican parties. And then you have others sprinkled in there but those are the main ones for folks like me i will say that are not heavily into politics um but i definitely agree with her as far as the you know uh black men being devalued in the homes and demasculation you know of black men so with it being okay and different um programs that incentivize you not being in the home as a black father um so oh it yeah, I totally agree with her on that point, man. Yeah, like I said, but I'm just careful to actually agree with everything she said because I'm pretty sure she said something right after that. Like I said, just from past stuff I done heard from her, that's, oh, well, you agree with that? Do you agree with this portion? Nah. All right, so another thing I kind of uh, stumbled on that I really wasn't too privy of, I knew it, I know it happens. It happened in uh, 
you know, my community while I was growing up as far as uh, opportunity zones go. Um, you know, they call it gentrification for those of you that don't know. So I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, right? And uh, it's a different Brooklyn, New York than I grew up in as far as the different um, people that live there, the different people that were brought out of there, their brownstones, what have you, the uh, Barclays Center that was built up when the Nets came, um, and, you know, the different um, culture that has been introduced as a result. Um, it, it doesn't resemble the Brooklyn that I grew up on in some of those areas. Um, gentrification is a loaded thing for me, so I'm not really going to get too deep into it. But you spoke on that Barclays Center. Ain't that uh, part Jay-Z? Is, isn't he giving back? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of you. If you walk in that that uh, arena, you'll see a lot of black folks with jobs. You know what I mean. But there was a lot of black folks pushed out of the neighborhood as a result because they couldn't afford to live close to the arena based on what was being brought there. And mm-hmm. then other folks moved in, and then other condos were built. So there's a lot. There's a lot of give and take, you know, with mm-hmm. that. So with gentrification came some jobs for black folks to work in that arena and have prominent positions uh, within, you know, what it takes to run an NBA arena. And, and you know, after when the NBA is not playing, then, you know, you also have different things and events in there. So it gave opportunity, but, you know, some folks had to, as a result, that couldn't afford it, move out. So it's how balance. Everything else that came along with being that close to the right. area. But yeah. Right, so it's a balance there, man. So I got another clip that where they kind of speak to that a little bit. Tax breaks and the opportunity zone benefit, but it's what called we, a crooked clock is right twice else, a day. You, you, right, right. Called. I get that, but what we must understand when we're talking about opportunity zone and we giving the credit to the person who 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 pushed that legislation forward, which it started with Tim Scott, a black man who happens right. to be a Republican out of South Carolina. That's who wrote the legislation right. and presented it. However. The, the present the president the present president if you can call him that he did allow it to go through but that had to in order to benefit from opportunity zones you have to have capital gains taxes it ain't many black people in these opportunity zones they that have, have capital gains taxes to be able to reap the benefits of these things therefore therefore it will be Billionaire corporations, other people who ain't from these communities coming in here building shit that we don't need, doing shit that we that don't help us, but they do that so they can shelter their taxes. Now, I've been investing in opportunity zones all my motherfucking life. You know what I'm saying? So I will I'll be damned if anybody gonna benefit from it and it ain't gonna be me. So, but I actually know the need of the community. You have these systems. So, y'all, that was uh, T.I., and he was uh, he briefly touched on opportunity zones uh, and, and capital gains as, as a result of those, those opportunity zones. So, uh, Perez, I'll let you hear the, uh, the clip or whatever. So, what do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I agree with him on, on that little portion. Like, it's the people who is built for, who these opportunities are say they're built for, are not able to actually act on this because they can't get the loan, they can't get these, they can't get up the, the group of people that uh, another corporation or another group of people can get up and actually benefit from this. So by default, you're kind of losing business when they said it was businesses that was built up for you. Right, and then absolutely some of them are not for you. So like you'll pull up to the hood and see a Starbucks in the middle of the hood, but that could have been 
a mom and pop Starbucks from somebody yeah. like yeah. you know that drinks coffee, but just because they were not able to get in financially, then they're kind of I don't know what the word would be, but they're kind of shunned as far mm-hmm. as being a part of that change. Um, and then you risk, like Tia said, a whole lot of shit being brought into the community that people not necessarily they need. You don't need another fucking Starbucks. I need another community center that teaches kids about computer science, uh, history, whatever, what have you, uh, things that they're into. We need that. Ba- basketball teams, kids to be outfitted and not for it to cost as much to actually be on a basketball team, like things like that. Um, so um, spot on. I didn't know what, you know, the terms for those things were as far as capital gains and opportunity zones. So, um, again, if you want to be enlightened and learn a few things and you may be smart at a few things, but if this political arena isn't your thing, I highly encourage uh, you listen to this uh, this revolt summit and summits like it that that'll be uh, promoted from here on through through election time. So dope, dope stuff, man. Uh, but last but not least, man. The dude that stole the show. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen a couple of this clips. Yeah, it's been all over. Um, if you've been under rock, not on your social media thing. Um, and if that's cool, too. But we're going to play it just so you guys can kind of hear it. And again, we're going to drop the link in the, uh, the note. So this is Killer Mike uh, just really just shutting it down as far as uh, I- I'll let Killer Mike speak for himself. Hush. Hush. <laughs> and listen. I'm about to give you the secret to what the fuck y'all are witnessing. What y'all are seeing right now are free people arguing over who got the best master. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. So, we gonna go back to silent, let's register this shit back down. We gonna lock this back down. So, I'll tell you when America was great. Seven years after the ending of the Civil War. Oh, oh Candace, because you didn't give the you didn't give the comment, so you weren't prepared for that one. Seven, no, but that's that's not to jump on Candace because again, I'm disagreeing with my friend. Seven years after the end of Civil War, blacks within seven to fifteen years accumulated over fifteen million acres of land. Since, hold on, before we get to clapping, because the niggas bought some shit. Black people were the only skilled labor in there. So if it was welding to be done, iron bending, cotton picking, it was black people. So instantly your value became more. And Candace has a point. The point that she made about illegal immigration affecting you is it is going to affect you at some point. Why? If the Kegel Chicken Factory is hiring illegally illegal immigrants at an undercut on the rate, it affects the black people who live there who should be demanding 20 bucks an hour because they're being undercut. So when they get wiped out, they have to hire blacks, pay them, and unionize. So she's right on that. But hold the fuck on, I'm not finished. You have to remember that people who look like you immigrate too. So before you widely say, fuck them all, remember, America is always going to have a slave class. And if illegal immigrants or legal immigrants will not be the lowest paid workers, those in prison will be, and that always ends up looking like one of their sons. So it circles back around. So that's why people who are black, who are from two different plantations, gotta get the fuck away from Massa 
long enough to say, how are we going to burn down both their fucking houses? Now, that was Killer Mike, man. He, uh, it, it's not more to really explain with that, man. How, how you feel about what he said? Like, man. I think he spoke for himself. Yeah, he make he makes good, a great point. Like, you got to go out here and decide for yourself, and you got to actually find out what are they doing for you. And I think that's where a lot of people go blindly and vote, and they're not doing the research, and then not making not making sure they're the person they're voting for is going to hold true to what they need done for them. And that's the whole point of like that representative. Like they're going to post, they promise things for the neighborhood or your state or whatever. But is it that aligning with what you need at that point in time? If it's not, that will your answer. That may not be the person that you need to be voting for, whether they with this political party, that political party, I don't care. Uh, just as long as you're voting and you're making an uh, informed decision, I think that's the best thing that anybody can ask. That's all you could do is make informed decisions for you and yours to come. Um, they also spoke a little bit briefly uh, in the beginning, and this isn't in the clips, but I highly, like I said, highly encourage you to listen, is uh, just about um, how we've always been told that people died for us to vote and, and all that. Like, that's not a motivational factor, like, for you to go vote. Like, the motivational factor is to be that you have the opportunity to go vote. You have the opportunity to learn about different candidates. You have the opportunity. The information is there. You just got to read the context like even you know when i see certain things about um the president or any other candidates that i may not necessarily agree with i don't agree with candidates that i normally agree with for the most part on certain things but when you read for context and you do your own research you're liable to make a, a informed decision so that's that's kind of what i left with so, is just so i done heard about a lot of the people that he actually uh, mentioned at the end of that, but I ain't really read up on a lot of it. So I think I'm going to correct that little problem. That's going to be my plan over the next year. I'm going to keep this thing going. Y'all got me on this, uh, reading these different type of books, these motivational books and uh, uh, educational on our history and everything. I, I think I'm going to keep going in that direction and trying to give us better informed decisions. Yeah, I can't say I'm going to commit to the book thing because, you know, I got I'm, a, you. I'm a chronic book starter <laughs> And, and I don't finish it. But, I mean, if it's video and if it's different, like, sh sh short uh, readings that I can read where I can get through about five, ten pages and I, I need I got what I need as far as to make an informed decision, that's kind of, I'm in for the short reads. But I definitely got to get into the long reads, like, like I was saying earlier, to get context. So, yeah, but that's just Steve Revolt Summit, y'all, in, in a nutshell. Um, hope. Hope that you guys get something from it um, that you didn't already know. If you already knew some things, and, and can, can we fall back a second? Because I, I think we need to touch on the subject that I, I have found out that, like, so as we talk about the college, I think we didn't hit that on a couple episodes and everything. And I talk to a lot of my people with degrees and everything, and they all tell me this that that kind of story. Like they don't feel like uh they're, they're short stories. Like my sisters and everything, doctors, they read up on just their little portion, but they don't continue to educate their own selves on what's the bigger happenings of the world. And I think that's something that we truly miss, man. You got to find that time and continue to educate. Just get out of y'all little bubbles on it. I know the YouTubes and stuff are nice, but, I mean, those stories can be swayed to their direction. When you're going at it from multiple sources, you can go and pick out what was truly true. Uh, you got the facts. And then 
how they interpret the facts and stuff like that. And I think some of that can come across in any documentary, any, uh, and it come across in books too. Like it's the author's point of view, but it's like, if you're reading from multiple sources, like you can kind of start finding out where stuff kind of right. You can went different ways. What's, what's going on. And then you can kind of just whatever your preferred learning method is, whether it's visual audio or, uh, what's it? Text. What is it? Tech, whether it's text, um, Utilize that and, and find the information to make informed decisions, not only on on a national scale when we're talking about voting for our next president, but also when we're talking about on a, a city scale, uh, a state scale. Like those are things that we all need to be better on, myself included, even though we're overseas right now and we, and we don't necessarily uh, aren't in our communities being active participants right now. We still have an opportunity to be a voice and vote and how many of us, you know, uh, my brothers and sisters that are in the service actually do that. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't hear enough about those type of talks, you know, the folks that are from mobile or, you mm-hmm. know, you know, I would not say that I'm not gonna put you on the spot, but I'll just self admit, I don't know, you know, everybody on up that I should know as far as in the government, as far as New York state that I should know that are key players. I, I should know these things. So, um, it, it's amazing what a little quick one hour uh, revolt summit or anything can kind of trigger you to try to start making some changes. But yeah, so I want to totally switch gears, man. All right. This is kind of on the music tip, but it's also something that we've been talking about for a while. Mm-hmm. These damn uh, Kanye Sunday services. <laughs> yep. Yep. Are you, are you, are you sold on it? Like at this point, what what do you feel about it overall? Man, so Kanye, he came in and you know he had the Jesus walk and all this, and he had heavily influenced by you can tell like he grew up in the church, from the church type of deal. Uh, seemed like he strayed away big time a portion of that. Seemed like he's going back, but hopefully he's taking it back and he, this is serious because. I don't know, some of the little tangents and stuff he think he went off on before, uh, he coming kind of comes off ungenuine to me now. You know what I mean? Everything is it's a move. And is this another power move just to maintain uh, followership? And if he's going that route, but I would want, we won't know until the music is actually here, we can actually take a listen for ourselves. But that's the part that's been kind of like scaring me on that. Like, is he's, is he taking it a different route with this? Is it just to keep a fan base or is he sincere with what he's, the message he's trying to put out? With that said, man, it's official. Jesus is King, September 27th. We've been talking about it offline. We knew what this was all about. Whether it was a spiritual cleansing or not, Yo, where's the music, man? Like, that's at the end of the day, yeah. where, where the music? Because we either mess with you, you either mess with him or you don't. And when we talking about hip-hop, hip-hop heads that fell in love uh, with his music, you know, from the early 2000s up until now, we still gonna, gonna listen. Like, if that, even if you ain't a fan of what he been doing and you call him whatever, you know, you want to call him, if you mess with Kanye, you gonna give him a, you gonna give it a shot. Just by the, me being a music person, I'm going to listen at it. But I'll tell you right now, I'm not following. I'm, right now, I'm, I, I don't follow him like I used to. I I could care less what Kanye do. But when the music actually drop, I'm going to give it a listen. But as far as like 
being totally tied to him on everything, following him on everything, seeing, hearing about every little thing. I gave up for that a long time ago with him. It's just like I don't care. This dude, he got mental issues. Like so, it's it's documented. So why would I constantly follow somebody that I know can have ups and downs? And what they say today is not what they tro- totally meant tomorrow. You know. Yeah. So, so like I was, uh, I'm randomly like as we're talking about this subject, and I'm making the notes uh, pro- in uh, pre-production, right? So I'm just randomly on Twitter, just just scrolling. BS and right. One of the people I follow, she was saying something about qualified mental health professionals have long understood overzealous religiosity as a sign of mental health crisis, especially in folks who have a diagnosis where that behavior tends to be prevalent. And then she also said black men know that if singing and talking are good, black Christians will immediately forget their errors and how they've never stood fully accountable for them. Mm hmm. So I mean that's perfect. That's exactly that was like what I'm saying. I was like, damn, she uh summed that shit up. And she has like five more points when she's uh speaking to it, but I was like, yo, that that's really what it is, an excuse to just do what the hell you want and not get a free pass for some of the things you've said and done. And now has Kanye done anything that really, really super duper offends me? No. Does he affect my day to day? No, but I think the problem is he has a platform. The way the way in which he chooses chose to utilize it, and you know, it's been documented with a lot of things he, he's done within our community, and I mean the black community, uh, where we just not rock, not vibing with it, and that's cool too. But you, at the same time, do you know what it's reminding me of? What? Uh, like I know some of y'all younger crowd ain't gonna know nothing about this, but back in the day, remember Showtime at the Apollo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Showtime at the Apollo. People getting booed. What they never booed? They ain't never boo anybody. Uh, singing the, a, a religious a, a, song, a gospel song. No gospel. Like song. they'll let you get through that song. And I feel like that's what he playing us with right now. He know that we didn't kind of shut him off, but he gonna drop this. Oh, it's gospel music. Now he'll get back some of those listeners that just want to give it a try. And then here's the thing, man. I don't know if I ever told you, but I am a sucker for good Christian rap, but not Christian rap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what Kanye does, what uh who else uses like a lot of horns? I mean, it was it was it was sound. Kurt Franklin back in the day. That's what he's trying to invoke again. It's like that Kurt Franklin type of music. Like suck he's going to get the people he's going to get the people that Yeah. He's going to get those people that's like, you know, hey, I went to church of God, I like this music, but I ain't like all up in it. He's going to suck all those people in and he's going to suck the people that's go to the club cuz it got that club little vibe to it and psh, Suck those back in with that same little deal too. I know he is. Yeah, I mean, we. I know what the thing is. I know what's coming, right? So, all I want is the music, man. That, that's really all I want. And and then if it's whack, then you know, it's whack. Like I, I really don't put lend too much credence into what these guys do on a day to day. Like it comes across my timeline because I'm on social media like that. But I don't really give a damn, even though I see it on social media. Like, I scroll, and it doesn't really affect me in that way. I just want the music so I can vibe out to it or not yeah. and, and keep it pushing. Like, that's kind of where it begins and ends with Kanye thing. But uh, I, I just Man, the man got mental health issues. We know that. Hopefully, he's getting himself worked out. But I ain't about to follow him because I know of that. And then he's... Getting us with the Showtime at the Apollo right, right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I got that. I, that's a, that's a I think we analogy. talked enough on that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yo, uh, yo, folks, we'll be right back with the sports segment. 
week two, man. Uh, shit rough around here, man. It's, it's real rough. We both, man. we both took. A, I took a hard four L. Man, you and know. then uh, we went against. Uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it right go now. Go ahead, go I'm ahead. I'm just an NFL talk. MVP again. Speak on it. He's gonna do it again, man. This boy, guy, that boy, is just. No matter what, like you, you, you go out and have an excellent first quarter. My Raiders did. It was Raiders versus uh, the Chiefs, which y'all ain't following. Uh, but Raiders go out there, have a great first quarter against them. But then what did we do? We scored the first time, got us three points. I said that's not enough. We scored a touchdown, got no, it's ten. That's not enough. And then I was like, on our next drive, you said I had they a high stopped powered us. offense. They stopped us. <laughs> the minute they stopped us, I was just like, oh, we done messed up. You got to keep that gas going on uh, Patrick Mahomes because he's going to have that hot hand one way or another. And it just happened second quarter. He Four TDs, second quarter. Like then we shut it, him down again. Made it look easy, bro. Like He made it look easy. I'm like, I don't know how this kid is dismantling defenses like this. Bro. I don't know. But I heard Jalen Ramsey want to come out there to the Raiders. Let him come. We need some help. I don't want to see him again. Like, we see we see uh, Mahomes again. I want some more defense out there. I want somebody that can hang with these guys. And all that speed on Kansas City is ridiculous. Like, I thought Tyreek Hill sitting his hell on the sideline, man. Who are these new guys popping up? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like they go into the, uh, to the Big 12 and the Pac-10 or Pac-12. Snatching up everybody, man. Yo, it's not even as fair, man. It's not even as fair. Um, but I'm excited. I'm, uh, you know, I was excited the next day. Based to, on to, to when I looked at the scores and I was just like, man, I don't want to be the one that had to go up in here and talk to you next week. Oh yeah. And then it was like, man, I was I was kind of pulling for the other team. I'm just oh damn. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, huh, man. We was talking a lot of a lot of Hadrigo. We, you know, we was talking a lot of shit last week, but we, you know, I don't apologize for it. But you know, you got your win back, and, you know, against. Oh, we're gonna go to that one. I was talking about your game. I'm not apologizing for that. They, oh. they, they cheated on that. Man, obviously, Cam is hurt on that game. Oh, Cam God, is obviously hurt. Your second team. They, they, you know, something is wrong with this guy. This guy hasn't fully been healed again. Uh, if you watched uh, if you Panthers there, versus if you Buccaneers, there, you know, if you out there, you, you know, notice it from the last play of the game when they handed that ball on the one yard line and they handed it off to McCaffrey. But you know, McCaffrey really, is not the one for those type of ball, like but that it type really of play. Isn't an excuse if you're you let Cam hurt, run that though. in. If he's hurt, injured, y'all better let us know now. I'm tired <laughs> of this nonsense. Y'all quit making Cam go out there and look like a fool. Hey man, but uh, yeah, congratulations to Rodrigo with his weak ass. Bucks, hey, man. nah, man, I, no congratulations. I don't know I what think, they I doing to Cam I think out I had here, five man. And they, 11, uh, they, uh, they got Cam yeah. out here hurting. But I think I had them at five and eleven, so that's they one game. You the know? fact that he stumbled and still almost won that. If they had, if they had just actually let him run, yeah. But man, as for my Eagles, bro, uh, man, the injury bug bit and it bit early. Like I'm, I didn't even Deshaun Jackson and uh, Dallas Goddard. Like they were all out with in the first quarter. Alshon Jeffrey gone. Uh, Jason Peters got he out for the season, right? No, he came back. Everybody, no, no. Ashlyn. No, no, he's not out for the season. Oh, it was just that one game? Yeah, it's just that. But they, that. they released that right before the game, though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they couldn't go in, in warm-ups. And then, you know, Carson had his usual slow start. And then, you know, it kind of fell off from there. But, yet we were still in the game with all that said. And, 
you know, it was a lot of things, man. Uh, Darby, bro, I I wanted to get uh, Fitzpatrick with the Steelers, messed around and scooped him up. Uh, definitely don't want Jalen Ramsey, but, you know, I guess it depends on the personnel as far as our defense. We play a lot of zone. Uh, they play a lot of zone in uh, Jacksonville, and that's why he wants to get out of there. Mm-hmm. But maybe, you know, Jim Swartz switches it up if he has capable corners to play, man. Like, you kind of have to have the personnel. But that's what the Raiders had to do against those uh, Kansas City. That's why it looks very opportunistic for yeah. them to come out to the Raider land. Yeah. I Raider mean, uh, you know, wherever. I mean, I'm not... I mean, we need some DBs, but I will take a Jalen Ramsey in a heartbeat and hopefully Jim Swartz can figure it out. But I kind of, you know, I'm a little weary. His character issues and all that, I think we'd be able to absolve that. Uh, but, yo, we it's, it wasn't a bad loss. Like, there's losses to where you like, okay, they fought through it despite all of these different issues and still had an opportunity uh, to win. I'm not going to talk about anything else as far as, uh, excuses, but you know, shit happens, and, and we'll move on and, and beat the Lions next week at the link. But, so uh, no, no, I got one more thing I want to talk about for week two, and that's uh, Steelers. Y'all gotta pull this together, man. Y'all making AB look like he was completely right on everything that he was saying about this team. Like y'all was you ain't gonna cut him no slack for losing their quarterback for the rest of the year. But that's what he's been talking about. They put too much stock into the quarterback. They had put too much stock into the quarterback and wasn't treating everybody else with respect. Now you got a situation where that quarterback is gone and you got these other players out here. And your season pretty much a wrap. I I don't think Mason Rudolph and the supporting cast, especially on offense, is going to be able to get it done. But uh, there's going to have to be a coaching miracle. So it's it's another quarterback now? It was quite a bit. Quite a few quarterbacks that went down this week. Yeah. Jets quarterback had mono, so he out for like six to eight weeks. Drew Brees. Yep. So he out for about six to eight, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, with the thumb, what is a thumb injury or something like that. Yep. So, yeah, man. You know what quarterback's of, still out there? Who out there? Cap. Somebody give him a call. Uh, I don't think. That's hey, give him a call. You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that. Uh, you know that ain't happening, bro. You know that ain't happening. Hey, um, uh, they, you want to hear the talks about it? I guarantee you. Yeah, gonna somebody, hear the talks somebody going. Every time a quarterback go down at this point, like I, I think it's safe to say it's, it's a wrap. Cap, Cap, not coming back to the NFL, y'all. Like y- y'all got to know this black ball is gonna hold up, and, and it is what it is. Like you know, either you support it and not support it, but either you hey. don't support it, don't watch the NFL no more. If you, you do come back, Cap, no. if you come back, man. Day one, you tell them, I'm not going to kneel. I'm not going to kneel. I'm not going to do this. You go out there and you kneel and you just walk out. And you're <laughs> you like, I anyway. got you. Just do it anyway just for spite. What are they going to do? Black, cut you. Blackball you again. They'd be in a whole heap of mess. Yeah. But, yeah, man. So uh, I got to gotta touch on. I promise I didn't want to do this. I'm going to spend two seconds. Touch on the Cowboys and, and being 2-0. Did Thank they for, win? They won. Okay. Let's go on to the next game. All right. Uh, <laughs> Sure. What's, what's another good good game that's kind of speak on? Oh shit! I was wrong. man. This Cardinals. Everybody's talking about these Cardinals again, and they like Kyler Murray. Like I'm getting. Oh, he gets these garbage time yards and stuff like this. I'm not really seeing his growth that they're saying. I still think like he's I, a subpar quarterback in league. He's a rookie quarterback. I mean, he's showing as a rookie. Shall I say? Maybe he can grow, but. I still say he's still. Too- I think people giving him. I think people giving him uh, some relief in terms of 
that O-line is terrible. Like, that kid don't have no time. He's scrambling constantly. He's throwing on the run constantly. So I think they're taking that into account, and he's still making plays. Uh, you got to think, man, with that, with that team, you would expect them to look like a – Going into the season, like a, a Dolphins or what's what's another uh, scrub team out there? Um, shoot. Kansas City Chiefs? Not Kansas City, man. What's, what's some other <laughs> bums out there? Uh, Denver Broncos? That's on the top of my, my list, man. As far Chargers. as the Dolphins go. Uh-huh. So, But I expected them to come out and look like the Dolphins this year. But they played. They've been within once. They tied the first game, and they lost within one score. Um, this game, even though Lamar Jackson had a hell of a game statistically, like, but they still were there. So, I mean, was it a garbage time touchdown or something or field goal? Yeah, but I mean, I think the potential is there. It's just, you know, they just don't have a good team right now. Uh, so let's get on to week three. Week what's, three, what's, man. what's the games you look? I think I'm gonna go. So we know my Raiders gonna finally come back. They're gonna bounce back. They're gonna get this win over Minnesota. Let's start it's going to happen. Let's start with the early games, man. So, with the early games, I think I'm looking forward to the most. I probably have to say the Ravens at the Chiefs would be my my top pick. Uh-huh. Um, Thursday night game, of course, that's the only thing on TV. So, I believe I have the Titans to win that. Um, I don't think it'll be a blowout by no means because the Titans just don't blow people out. Yeah, but I, yeah, I think, but the I Titans, think they're going to get the yeah, dub. Yeah, I think the Titans coming out of that. They're going to get the dub. And so. I think the... Jalen Ramsey gonna come out of that even louder about wanting to trade. Yeah, especially especially if they take a loss. But if they get blown out, then it might it definitely the um the talks might get extremely louder. Um, next one, you know, it's an old rivalry, but uh, I think the Packers will take it. Uh, they they're starting to prove me wrong, man. Uh, starting off two and zero against you know pretty good division uh teams, so. I had them at three as far as in the division. They start off two and zero in their division, and now they got the Broncos, who uh, you know looked pretty formidable last week. So what? The Broncos? The Bron- yeah, the Broncos played a tough game last week against who? What you mean? They played the Bears, and they um they lost. The on, Bears uh, are game. trash too. We talked about that at the beginning of the season. Oh my gosh, you back on this Khalil Mack shit? He's I'm can you. I'm telling you, that London game is going to be fire when the Raiders go out there and just scrub these guys. Oh, my God. I, I almost want to get But let's on. stick with this week. Let's stick with I this week. I almost want to get on this. Uh, on are this you bet. tracking about the Giants? Oh, yeah. So they switch. Uh, they starting um, Jones, man. Mm. Who called that? You you called it you called it but this you I don't think you called it by after week two though yes I did I look at your text I, I, I said I said there's no way Eli is starting next week no yeah, way if yeah. they're losing like this like you just got to pull the trigger and just like let our new talent go out there and get some might as well you might as well so I was looking let him get us the time in we know we ain't gonna win too much out here but if he get the win build his confidence up he get uh he already get used to the. NFL level type games, and next year when we give him some more talent around him, he's good to go. Yeah, so my brother sent me this, and then he was like, "Did you know that uh, Saquon Barkley is averaging more yards per rush than Eli averages per pass attempt?" <laughs> <laughs> For those stat geeks, Eli's pass attempts six point two yards per attempt. Saquon's rush per attempt is seven point eight. So I'm gonna just leave that there through two games. So. If you're wondering why Daniel Jones is starting, wonder no more. So, now, on this game, this is going to surprise you. I think they're going to win. 
You think I'm they, taking the Giants. You got the Giants this week again? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I got the Giants too. <laughs> they going to Tampa and they about, yeah. I think they're going to pull it off. They're going to pull it off because you're not prepared for Daniel Jones. Nope. That's his name, Daniel, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's so unknown. I don't even know the man first name. Yeah. I guess that one. But, uh, but yeah, man, I think they'll pull it off against the Bucks. They, you know, they susceptible to take an L. You know, they riding high off the Carolina win. Uh, but for real, for real, man, the afternoon games, man, <laughs> the one I'm looking forward to. Uh, shoot, I got that got? is the game I'm actually looking uh, looking forward to. Damn, I was gonna say the Saints at the Seahawks. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that Giants Buccaneers guy. I want to see what this Daniel Jones actually do doing with the with the first offense team yeah, and yeah. actually see can he pull it off. There's a whole, but they had some, uh, I think Sterling Shepard and a few others might be hurt, if I'm not mistaken, uh, some of his uh, wide receivers. But we'll see if he figures it out. Uh, the afternoon games, man, uh, probably the game I am I would be keying on would be the Steelers at the 49ers. Uh, I definitely want to see uh, if these 49ers are for real. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about their defense. And I was, shout out to my man, Kenny, uh, Marty, Tate, 49ers fans. All of a sudden, they back in the fold. Oh, they, they out, watch football again? They out, they out in their gold and red, you know, representing, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to check the 49ers out. That's good, man. We ain't seen them since Cap quit. Yo, for real, man. They, they've been <laughs> non-existent. Uh, the homie Tate gave up football altogether. <laughs> yeah. He took that He took that knee he right with Cap. Sa- yeah, he took that sabbatical for real. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's the afternoon game. Of course, the, the night game I'm highly interested in. Let's see what these Browns can do at home against a real squad coming to town uh, in the Rams. And the Monday night game, eh, not, not too happy about, but whatever. You know, I'll watch that probably the next day because I'm not staying up at 2, 2 in the morning, uh, Germany time, to watch the Bears at the Redskins. No, I don't care. Both of them, I see Redskins coming out of that, though. So, yeah, man, that's week two and three. Um, we were going to make some picks, but uh, oh, we can make picks, man. Let's make it quick, though. Okay. Titans at Jags. I got Titans. Titans. Bengals at Bills. Ooh, Bengals. Bills. I got the Bills. They're 2-0, and oh, by the way. Yeah, I know. Uh, Lions Reality at Eagles. Reality hits this week. Lions at Eagles. Mm, Eagles. I got the Eagles as well. Jets at Pats. 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 <laughs> uh, Raiders. Raiders. At Ra- Raiders. <laughs> I got the Vikings, man. Y'all not, y'all not going to Minnesota and getting no win, bro. We going 15 and 1. Gotcha. All right. Ravens at Chiefs. Ooh. Ooh. Chiefs. Uh, we got Falcons at Colts. Falcons. Colts. Broncos at Packers. 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 Uh, Cowboys. Yeah, I got the Cowboys. I don't know who they playing. Yeah. They playing this. Yeah, they playing them. Yeah, uh, they playing them. Uh, yeah, they playing What Shannon called them, the number one team in the NCAA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, but truth be told, man, uh, I got the Bucks, uh, the Giants in the Bucks game. I got Giants. All right. Panthers at Cardinals. I think Panthers finally pulled this one off. Yeah, they get a win finally. They, they get off the schneid as, uh, let's see. 49ers. Steelers at 49ers. I, I, I think Steelers are going to actually come out. Their offense is going to start the show now that they uh, got somebody who can actually throw the ball and they ain't worried <laughs> about an elbow. No, seriously. <laughs> I mean, like if his elbow was bottom, that could, that explains oh, a so lot. Oh, so he already knew that he had 
Yeah. Yeah. So if that's Barton, that explains a lot. So I, I expect to see a stronger offense, but uh, I think 49ers, they got too much talent on that team. So I see them pulling it off. Cool. I got the 49ers as well. Saints at Seahawks. I'm going to go with the Seahawks, man. I'm going to go with the Saints. Uh, you got belief in uh, Teddy? Yeah. All right. I think it's like you got too much talent to fail. Like, hey, <laughs> this is New Orleans Saints that we're talking about. They got receiver after receiver after receiver. You know what I mean? They, they're built up that way. And yeah. then you got Kamara running out. Come, Let's see. All he got to do is manage the game. Okay, okay. Texans at Chargers. Texans. Chargers. Texans. I think Deshaun going to show up. All right. Rams at Browns. Rams. Rams. Rams for me. Bears at Redskins. Bears for me. Redskins. All right, then. That's our week two and three wrap up. Stay tuned for the next segment, y'all. Slow, slow, slow music week, bro. But that's good. I mean, now I got to, on these weeks, I get to like listen at what new came out, but then I get to fall back and listen at the stuff that I don't love throughout the year. Yeah, so let, let's start with the stuff that we really uh, we paid attention to. We knew it came out, we listened mm-hmm. and stuff, but however, you know, it with so much music coming out, it kind of probably went down on your uh, albums or, or music you love. So, so what did you check out as far as? Uh, not old stuff, but stuff that has dropped that hasn't, you know, gotten your full attention. That hasn't got my full? No, I went back to the, psh, I ain't have time for that. I went back to the albums I knew I liked. Okay. So, so I went back to that Jendaya. Uh, I listened at that YBN Corday. And then I listened at the uh, Gangsta Gibbs. Okay. So, yeah, I revisited the uh, Revenge of the Dreamers Part 3. Um Bumped that a lot when it first came out, but for like maybe two weeks, then I kind of cast it aside for some other things. But, yo, that's that's a dope group project. And then that led me to go to another group project when I was listening to, um, what is it? Uh, the East. The Beast Coast. Beast Coast. The Beast Coast with, uh, you know, you got, who you got in there? Flatbush Zombies. Yep. Uh, what's the other cat from Brooklyn? Nick Caution. Nick Caution. Uh, uh, Joey Badass. Yep. Uh, and you have several others. Like I'm not really hip to a, to a lot of those guys, man. Um, but however, man, they got some some dope music on there. So it's a heavy underground influence, so to speak, if I would say that. But they all spitters. Uh, but they do bring some different vibes to the music. So it, it ain't all like boom bap. Man, that album like Sonic. You're gonna put it back on my list. Go back and listen to it again too. But it gave me that uh, Wu Tang. Feel of the new age, you know what I mean? They're with the new age sound, though, but it was uh, the way they came together and the way they meld together was straight Wu Tangish, like to me. Yeah, so I'm just, I was just listening to it it's just so I can, like, kind of get a feel for who the guys I don't really know are and check out some of their old work when we do have these down weeks in regards to, you know, just a whole lot of hip hop you're not interested in and you're tired of listening to the stuff that came out that were big names, but not necessarily a good listen. So you kind of, that's what makes you revert back to the YB and Cordays and stuff like that when, you know, uh, when certain people drop that just isn't good, like a Jeezy. Uh, I'm just throwing it out there. I know we've been shitting on Jeezy's work, but uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it wasn't, 
it didn't hold my it didn't hold your attention. My attention. It's it not, can't when it's this much good music coming yeah, out. Yeah, so it's just one of those things to where you know it, it's cool and all, but uh, as far as uh, what you did listen to um, that was new, uh, I know Ghostface dropped something. Yeah, I mean Ghostface, he's gonna give it to you like every time. Like I think the first two tracks on uh, first two number two and number three was the standout tracks for me on that one, and then. Uh, the rest of the album, you had his highs and lows, but overall, you know, he gave you what Ghostface is gonna give you. It's gonna give you that New York grimy uh, type feel, that grimy rap. Is you need it sometimes, man. Well, I know I do. Like I need to get that little that, that grimy talk from that early uh, aughts, the the late nineties. You know what I mean? When that was whew, yeah, you need to you need, takes you back to that space. Yeah, you need balance in your in your. Whatever you listen to, man, it's just for me. Music like food, man. I can't eat chicken every day. Yeah, I can't eat the same recipe every day. I want different, different type of flavors. So, um, but yeah, we gonna play uh, one of the highlights from the album. It's called "Burner to Burner" off the Ghostface uh, Killers album by Ghostface Killer. You call it animosity. Listen, you can never match my velocity. Too much stamina, glitter in front of cameras on the red carpet. Still clean your clock like a janitor. Favorite pop joint was I manager. Skinny jean faggot, you ain't man enough. You ain't got the heart to snuff, plus cut stab or bust. We wrestle down elephants, 200 grand for touch. The ball spinning, spilling spades on Asian women. Let them pretty black joints, little Malaysian in them. Ghosts got a gambling habit. I burn bookies, smack so many promoters out here. They scared to book me. Oh, man, smack so many promoters. They scared to book me. That's, that's Ghostface, man. I haven't checked this album out, but does this you, get... So, so the thing that I liked about this, like everybody, like back during this time, like everybody had their style. New York had their style. Uh, Atlanta had. It wasn't all like people doing the same thing. You know, if like if a new cat was coming out from New York, it had that grimy feel. When somebody was coming out from down south, they're gonna give you that the club heavy most of the time. But then you had your your few outcasts and stuff out there. They're gonna give you your lyrical and give you something bordering on that edge of new age type music. And then out west, you had that straight gangster talk that they they usually do. And I think music is going back to that. And you start to get this, but I know for a while, man, everything just started melding and all the styles was mixing. And you got this one type of sound that was just prevalent the whole time. And I'm glad we started to go back at it was always people underground that continued to do this. But I'm saying now you start to get these new cats and they starting to go back to these little their little eras and they actually getting that sound back out there. They're going back to their roots and stuff like that. And I think that sound is coming back where you got to be like, no, this is New York sound and this is what it sound like. This is uh, Baltimore sound. This is what it sound like. And this is what I'm going to, I'm going to step, put my foot down and I'm going to like preach this or I'm going to push this to the heavens. You know what I mean? So there's this company um, that I've been speaking on throughout the time that we've had this podcast and I keep promoting them every single time that they drop something because they drop something at least every other month. Uh, Griselda Records. So you got Benny, the Butcher. Uh, you got Conway, the Machine. You know what I mean? So I, I'm trying to understand. And then also you got West Side Gun as well as a, as a collective. Um, and they have other other folks as far as producers in there. But those those are the main three that you would know. 
You talk about all this East Coast feel and this grimy and gutter talk, but uh, you haven't listened to not one of these dudes, man. They have material for days that you would probably fan out over, but you haven't listened to it. Why you haven't pushed it my way? I've, I've, I've told you every single time they dropped and then you ain't yeah. really listening. So I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. After but while, I believe this is the first time you never told me about them. All right. All right I'm going to put together... <laughs> The ones you need to go to first. Can that we get way, a playlist? It could, I'll give you. Oh, that's say no more. Say no more. You you're gonna have your Griselda Records playlist. I, you know these one of the playlists that I will make and I will put every album on it that I like from them and just tell you to put it on random and not care. I don't have to cater it to what I think you're gonna like. That's how confident I am in these boys. Okay. But with that said, man, we go play uh, Conway's uh, new EP. It's called Look What I Became. This boy is a monster, man. Conway the Machine. It's called Half of It. I've been so stressed out lately, nigga. You don't even know the half of it. Get the dread on the line, said I need smoke. Nigga, bring me a half of it. I got a little bit of shit from cookies left, but I'm about to smoke the last of it. Hold up. Yeah, yeah, uh. I've been so stressed out lately, nigga, you don't even know the half of it. My homie just finished 10 years of his prison sentence, that ain't even half of it. I just whipped up another brick before it even dried, so half of it. The plug love me, he ain't gotta front me, I got all his money, not half of it. Got my bag up, I'm in this rag bucket. From the hood, I never had nothing. Bought that bitch from New City, she already had a fatty in a flat stomach. This shit is easy as a free throw, selling peas whole, I don't bag nothing. Getting money in the streets, went to my jewelry. Spent the nigga rap budget. I ain't going for shit. I ain't hearing it. No. If I got up and I'm clear shit. VS and my bus down is clear shit. You niggas all know what's up and who year it is. You niggas can't fuck with me, period. Yeah. So that's Conway the Machine. Um, and I think that was what good. I became. I think that's going exactly what I was talking about. Now that's that's a New York type of sound. That's that distinctive sound. You know what I mean? That I was talking about. Like that's been kind of just been absent. Yeah, they not, I mean, they from Buffalo, just to be clear, so... Uh, I was know. talking about the state, I wasn't talking about the city. Oh, no, I mean, I'm just saying, everybody knows <laughs> about the city, man, so I just wanted to be clear on where they're from and how difficult it is to make uh, New York really follow you when you're from upstate, like, it's, it's one of those things, uh, I, I don't know if you have that internally in, you know, Alabama or, or whatever, to where dudes from Mobile is kind of different from cats from Birmingham, for example. Uh, I don't know if y'all have those differences, but that's definitely how it is in, in the city as far as uh, it being hard for cats to make it. So check out uh, Conway, Benny the Butcher, and West Side Gun. If you guys have opportunity, uh, grab up all their you know their latest releases from at least the last two to three years and I put it on random, and I guarantee you will become a fan. That's how confident I am in these guys' music. And I just want to put a foot stunt back on my... The albums that I was talking about, the YBN Corday. If you haven't heard about it, you haven't heard us about us talking about it. I don't know if you need to go back and listen to that past podcast. I think I mentioned it every podcast. So yeah, pretty far. much. <laughs> Great pretty album. Much. Uh, got that Rhapsody. Yeah, Rhapsody still in the rotation. Uh, who else is still in the rotation? Uh, I got that Zendaya. Yeah, I got the little brother that's been played every day since it's uh, come out in some form or fashion. And then Big Crit, I'm still playing. Crit is here every day in some form or fashion. Uh, I just mentioned them, but West Side Guy. Freddie Gibbs, Gangsta Gibbs. Yep, Gangsta Gibbs. So there's a lot of joints that's on my 
my, my playlist that we make that we put at in the notes section of every single podcast, you're going to get some of these songs on on our playlist that we drop. So uh, with that said, man, Prez, you got anything left on the music tip? Nah. Go listen at those albums that we're repeating, though. All right, They're man. well worth it. All right. Leads us to us uh, to our uh, bookworm section, man. Let the people know what you're reading, man, why they should check it out. Uh, yeah, I'm reading 10% Happier. Like, this is a book about, uh, you know, getting your mentality under control. It's supposed to be like on meditation, getting to it. Uh, start talking about mindfulness and everything like that that you've heard before in these little aspects, but it's actually put it in terms where you can, like, uh, truly understand it and see why you why this could work. And it basically breaks down just getting to know your inner self, which I think is a whole little problem that we got within uh, the U.S. or in the world as a whole with all the social media and stuff. It just it goes back down to your mental health. You know what I mean? And can't you tame that voice in your head uh, and not act on all the impulses that it gives you? Uh, so I'm about 40% through that one, uh, we'll give y'all a bigger update on it when I'm completely done. I still got the Rick Ross that I still got to read. That'd be on my next one that I'm going to be doing. Uh, I may read half of it. I mean, the way I do books, like uh, Cash say, he gets about 75% way done. I do the same thing. When I get about 75%, I stop and go check out this other book and then come back and finish up both uh, before I move on to the other one. So. But yeah, so I'm gonna uh, definitely check out the Rick Ross one. But uh, you got you got to hold me down on that password on the library app that you was mentioning, so I can you know <laughs> I'm not trying to buy all these all these books. I definitely check out the audio, man. I got about a 20 30 minute ride to and from work every day, so I at least can get through some of them, man. So hold your boy down on the password, man. For the free, right, for the gotcha, free. Gotcha, gotcha. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what we got for the music uh, segment there. And we touched on some books. Uh, We'll come right back with the Couch Potato segment shortly. Yeah, folks, it's been a busy week. So uh, Couch Potato segment, we're going to skip that. We're going to talk about that next week when we all get a chance to really, you know, do some couch watching. I ain't doing nothing this weekend and the rest of the week as far as busyness. So we definitely going to touch on a a few uh, other things that we've been talking about along the way, like the Wu-Tang series on Hulu, Snowfall, the season finale. We're going to talk about that when Hadrico get back, because that's something we've been watching uh, together the whole year. And I definitely want to hit him up and see his thoughts on that. And then another new one that I caught with Danny McBride called uh, Righteous Gemstone. So I saw the trailer. And if you don't know who Danny McBride is, he's from the Eastbound and Down series. I, I know a lot of y'all that mess with his type of humor would, would love that just off the trailer alone i'd probably need to set aside a few hours just to sit and watch uh just tell y'all HBO. he's he's one of those overly arrogant like type of characters when he, when he plays those characters to a t and how they are uh how they don't self-absorb only care about themselves so i know if it's anything close to eastbound down this show is gonna be hilarious yeah, so like I said, we're going to have more in-depth reviews of uh, these three shows and whatever else we do uh, watch this week. So uh, like I said, we're going to skip it and we're going to definitely uh, revisit it for those of you that like that segment. Uh, but we'll move on to the uh, relationship life segment and we'll be right back.
Oh, so prayers, man. The fellas, man, they they finally came through and started finally. sending some questions, finally. man. We get, know, we get to talk from our side. The fellas came through and sent some questions, man. So I'll leave some names out of here, you know, uh, just for the sake of some of you that may know who we talking about. He shot a question, uh, I shot a question. I'll just let y'all know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, who who would know if we wrote our own questions? But uh, this is actually from us. Uh so the first question uh, in regards to relationship uh, stuff goes, what's up, family? Love what y'all doing with the podcast. We appreciate you, fam. Uh, recently ran into this uh, from my old lady, and I'm thrown off a bit. Should your partner have the passcode to your phone? Is it a trust issue if they do? And then this last question is, if you want to keep the code to yourself, should you be looked at as trying to hide something as a result? All right. I want to jump in on this one, baby. All right, all right. I'll, can all I ask right. you one question before you jump in to add it on? Does the wife have the passcode to your phone? Passcode? No, I don't think so. I think it should be a should be a, just a trust. You know what I mean? Your, your, your passcode ain't locked because of her. It's because, like, hey, I got stuff on here that I need and want to protect. Just point blank. If I lose my phone, I don't want to lose everything that I had on it. That's the reason I have a passcode. So I do I understand the whole other point of why you would want it? Yeah. Should you? No. We got up in this whole relationship off trust, so trust should be what we actually have. No, I ain't doing nothing crazy. I know you ain't doing nothing crazy. Does that mean I got to be involved in every aspect and know everything? I got to know every joke that you telling to your friends and stuff like this? No. <laughs> Yo. No. <laughs> Yo, me, but man. she has my passcode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. But like, yo, I'm super big on privacy, man. As far as this, and I'm married. I don't, I don't care. I'm just super big on privacy. Like, I, I don't need to go through your phone. But if I say, hey, pass me your phone. What's the passcode? I don't expect anything to, to come from it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So as long as my wife know what I'm, um. Generally about like now I don't have no issues uh, with that earlier in the relationship I did and it had nothing to do with doing foul shit or anything like that. It had every right to do it. No, this is this is mine. You don't need to be in it. But, you know, but at the same time, I think you touched on it. And this is the funny part. You know, the type of shit my friends send me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I got to explain that. I got to explain the bullshit that they send that's unsolicited. <laughs> they send unsolicited shit. And fellas, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, this shit you probably shouldn't see. But hey, you living vicariously. All your friends ain't married. So you living exactly. vicariously through them. So if you send me something and you happen to send me some shit or we just having different conversations. But why is it that, that it's just like some antennas go up? That's when they ask, like, can I see your phone? No. Yeah, no, they, you see, they see you over on the couch smirking and shit and laughing. <laughs> but you smirk. What you like? What's so funny? And then you like, well, shit. The group chat is lit right now. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm laughing at. Like, I'm not laughing at, like, no woman makes me laugh like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so. My wife makes me laugh all the time. I'm just saying. Well, my wife is a, a jokester, except for when she being goofy. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I'm just saying, like, I'm not chuckling it up with. Kikiing and shit. So, no, yeah, you know. But let's let, let's reverse it though. To this uh, this listener, what the hell are you doing, bro? Yeah, 
Why you can't give up the pastor? Why you just can't give up the code, man? Like, what what you doing that you that hell been on? What, what are you trying to prove? It's the wrong thing to stand. It's the wrong. Down. It's the wrong. Like, uh, that battle, just lose that battle, and you can fight something else about, like, sword. hey, let me get out the house. Let me do something. Like, that's wrong that's where it need to be jumping on. Like, yeah. but if you just want to fight over a phone, it's a phone. Like, hey, look at it. I don't care. We can talk about what what I was looking at. I know you ain't gonna like it, and we'll have a conversation for the next two days about why why I think I should look at that. Yeah, give me something some to talk site, about. There's some sites I'm on that I don't necessarily want you to know about. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> but you want to bring this out here, so you we're gonna talk. This, up, we're so gonna hey, talk about you this. You know what I'm saying? You know why why am I why am I on this website? Well, damn it, you know it's just you know one of them days I felt froggy. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to feel. I wanted to get in touch with myself. Yeah, you know exactly. What I'm you know, exactly. Self love is 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 everything, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you was talking about the mental health thing earlier. Yeah, but if you if you <laughs> if you don't give up the passcode, yeah, man, it's always gonna look it's like you're trying. Always gonna look. It's no matter if yo fam, no matter if you are not doing anything, if you don't give it up, and you super adamant about not giving it up, and you're not guilty, don't. You're not guilty of no shit. Just, just pick your battles, man. That's all I'll say on, on that end of the spectrum, man. Um, what else was it? So does it make a? I think I don't know if we answered it, but uh, is it a trust issue on her part? If if uh, she or he or she rather, we can put this on both. Is it a trust issue? Do you think why they asked for the passcode? No, it's a control thing. I think it's a hundred percent control thing. Just to see. that's that's what just what I think that's yeah. what it is. Like it's just control thing. Like is he gonna give it up? And then if there's not, if you don't, then I got something to get on. Mm, true, but I, yeah, I, I quit caring a long time ago. Here, take the phone. I don't care. Yeah, once I truly <laughs> became a recluse, and all I do is just go come to the house, and I really don't go out like that, and you know. Um, you know, I really realized that I don't have nothing in my phone of value. Like, what am I holding on to? Okay, if you catch some shit in my browse, web browser or if you look a little deeper, like, that's what, well, number one, you should be looking at my phone for those type of things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because respect the privacy. So if you ask to see my phone and you need it for something, then use it for what is for what you asked for it for and get the shit back. Don't be sitting in there trying to do covert actions and shit and hold on to it a little bit longer. That's I, where I draw the line. I'll tell you the number one thing that pisses me off about that whole deal. It's like when you when she do it and other messages pop up and take a quick look at yeah, it. Yeah, don't come come on, man. And then like when I get the phone back and then people hit me up like, hey, yo, why you ain't hit me back? I'm like, I didn't I didn't even know I got a message. Yeah. Like at least if you tell me, just just tell me, hey, I read this. Such and such hit, hit they hit you up. Like don't just hand me back the phone that you can rip message and I don't know the person like hit me up. But then again, sometimes don't read the messages, man. Like that's all all there is. But um, you know, I'll just say, never mind, I'll get myself <laughs> get myself. You're gonna trouble. get yourself in trouble. I'll get myself in trouble. I I would just say, man, give it up. If you truly have nothing to hide, give it up. If you have something to hide, hold on to that just phone. Buy for another dear phone. life. Just buy another phone. <laughs> nah, just buy, just buy a burner phone. Nah, but that's terrible advice. But man, give it up. I that's don't great advice. Buy another phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, the next question is: What's up, DSC? My question pertains to quality time. 
I'm home all the time. I barely do anything with my feathers. We go, I go out every now and then to kick it with them. Yet my wife complains about quality time. We watch shows, movies often. We go to dinner when our schedules line up. Um, we have friends over periodically and we take vacations and weekend trips. What am I missing? Why is she tripping? It's a hard one. I'm going to tell you this, like this. This is one I struggle with. I'm going to tell you like this, bro. You feeling all the blocks, man. Ain't shit wrong with what you talking about. But there's a difference between spending time and quality time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So quality time is not being on your phone if you're a phone person that's constantly addicted to your phone. Uh, not being a hobby person if you're constantly addicted to your hobby. You have to relieve yourself of that time and actually spend time with your woman and, and probably do something that she's into. That's where I think she may be heading to that because she may not find any value in the fact that y'all kicking it at home watching a movie or watching a TV show. She may actually just want to go out on a date to the movies or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So you probably have to take her out on a on a real uh, a real date a little bit more often uh, because the homebody stuff, you can be in the same house, but at a certain point, I think when you're, when you're together with somebody for a while, coming home, being in the house and being a homebody, that isn't valued anymore. Like, I just think, uh, you know, when you did, you know, when I did go out a lot and I was all, you know what? I don't even think we ever had that issue, but I'll just put it in perspective of if the cat was going out a lot and he wasn't in the house a lot, that would be an issue too. Yeah. So. Because you got to ask yourself, what is that person doing? You would ask that question too. If uh, your significant other was just out in the box right, all the, the time. But when you in the house a lot, like I struggle with that too. Like if yeah. I'm. If I just go to work, I come home, and then most of the stuff I do outside of the home is either something, uh, you know, one of my hobbies that isn't worthy of you, you know what I'm saying, really being upset about. You know, I just I just think you would have to find the root of that, that issue on what it really is because maybe you're spending too much time. Maybe you're in the same house, but you're not in the same house, if that makes sense. Mentally, you're not there. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. But at the same time, too, uh, we're gonna if the, if the wife listening, if your wife listening, or your significant other, whoever it was, just <laughs> people need to breathe sometimes too. You got to get out that house. Y'all got to get away from each other from all the time. Can't be locked in completely. Just having friends over, it's not the same as let me go hang out with my boys for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I definitely I recommend, highly recommend you get your own uh, things or that you're into to be able to get out the house and kind of just do you for a minute. Uh, but when you do have time with the, the wife, make it value added. So if y'all are going to do a little, you know, thing in the house, make make it a, something a little bit more special than y'all just sitting around watching TV, you know, cook up a little dinner, y'all do something together. I don't know. Uh, but just make it fun uh, for the household and or if you're doing so stuff with the kids. But it seemed like he's checking all the boxes here. So I don't, you know, I would have to get a little bit deeper. Maybe it's something that's not being said or maybe she's just tripping because I think he's checking all the boxes. Yeah, it looks that way for me. Like, it should be no problem going but, hanging out. Yeah, women don't look at it like that all the time, Perez, though. Like, you could be checking all those boxes, but there might be... Some details within the details of this this question, man. But but yeah, 
just be there mentally and, and, and physically. And, you know, I think that will kind of cover your basis um, if we're just answering this question at face value. Mm-hmm. But, yo, man, episode 22 is locked, loaded, and finito. I think we are done. Uh, you want to give them a, a... You got anything else, Perez, before we kind of do our Yeah, yeah, outro? yeah, yeah. Uh, my sister had a baby this oh, week. congratulations, man. Uh, now you're uncle of... How many? Ooh, we got three, four, five, five, uh, five. Oh, blessings to your sister. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Tyranny. All right, shout out to Tyranny. Uh, congrats on your new blessing. Do you want to know the baby name? What's the baby name? Nasir. I like it. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a dope <laughs> one. That's a dope one. That's her first child. Yeah, it's her first child. Okay. Well, shout out to you and and more blessings upon you and your family. We are definitely. Happy to hear baby boy is healthy and, and doing fine. So. She was the last one in the family to get it. So that complete fact, she was the baby girl. So everybody in the family got kids now. So I know my parents are extremely happy on that little portion. So yeah, got another got another little one because, you know, they ain't getting another one from uh, oh, Mr. No. Prayer. Nah, nah. No way possible. Nah, Not nah, physically. Nah. <laughs> we, we, we ain't having that happen. They good. They locked down on that. But yo, people, it's been a good one. Thanks for riding with us for 22 episodes. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter at DSC underscore podcast. The same thing goes for Instagram. Uh, same thing goes for our Facebook page. So you can ca- catch us on all three of those uh, social media platforms. You can also catch us on, um, you know, don't sleep on the couch at gmail.com. If you old school and just want to shoot us an email with your questions or businesses, if you mess with us and you want to definitely get some ads in, holler at us on there. That's our official, uh, you know, tissue account there for that uh you got anything else press nah if you liking this uh go ahead and share us out tell us about uh, tell it to other people they may love us too so yeah uh, it's all hand to hand word of mouth uh you know for now but i promise you things are getting to get bigger and better uh definitely oh last but not least check us out on youtube we're gonna definitely start uploading some more videos for you guys so you can see our pretty uh you know handsome mugs more often so uh check us out on youtube we'll be there don't sleep underscore uh no what is dsc it? underscore dsc podcast. underscore podcast look at me it's been a, it's been a long day people but check us out and we are out thank you for tuning in to another episode of don't sleep on the couch podcast hit us up at dsc underscore podcast on the gram or send us an email at don't sleep on the couch at gmail.com thank you for coming to sit with us see y'all next week